0: like I said, biochemistry 101, but the entire secret to the Gerson therapy is the production of energy on a cellular level. Everything we do is based on, everything Gerson did was based on the production of energy on a cellular level, which is by definition, what? Your metabolism, right? By definition, what's your metabolism? The breakdown of food into energy. Well, where does that start, the breakdown of food? In the gut. And then once the gut's broken it down, there's no mystery why 70% of your immune system is in your gut, right? right. And so once the gut breaks it down, the body absorb it, absorbs it, now the cells have to take it in and you have to restore the cell's capacity to convert that food into energy. And everything we do is that.
1: You are listening to The Dr. Haley Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you optimize your health. Each episode, there will be an interview or a message to help you discover better health. We will be featuring health radicals on the show to bring new ideas to the table, as well as doubling down on key fundamentals to support you living your best life. Your host is no other than the founder of Haley Nutrition, Dr. Michael Haley.
2: Today, I'm having Dr. Patrick Vickers on my show, who obtained his undergraduate degree in pre-med from the University of Wisconsin, Madison, and Life University in Marietta, Georgia, before going on to receive his doctorate in chiropractic from New York Chiropractic College. He is the director and founder of the Northern Baja Gerson Center in Rosarito, Mexico, the world's premier clinic for the natural treatment of Cancer and Advanced Disease, specializing in the Advanced Gerson Therapy. Dr. Patrick Vickers, thank you for joining me today.
0: Yeah, hi, Mike. Nice to see you. We finally meet face-to-face.
2: You know, I'm pretty excited about this particular talk today because, oh boy, it's one of those topics I don't even know what we can talk about here, and, and but we're going to see what we can share with the people, with our audience, um, without getting censored too much. And uh, let's just go for it and see what happens. But I want to know more about you. Mm. I read somewhere that you witnessed something when you were 11 years old that got you interested in natural medicine. How did that all start?
0: Yeah, that's right. So when I was 11 years old, a friend of our families was a chiropractor. And their five-year-old child was sleeping with me in my room uh, one night over the weekend when they were staying at our place. And he woke up at like three in the morning with a cough that wouldn't stop. And he coughed for like 20, 25 minutes straight. And finally, his father heard him. And he came upstairs into my room, lied his son on the end of the bed, adjusted his neck both ways, and he stopped coughing immediately. And I said, immediately, I said, that's what I'm going to do. (laughs) And so, um, you know, that drove me, you know, I was a golfer. I probably could have played competitive golf, uh, and made a living off of it at one point. And even those passions that I had as a kid, the passion that drove me was to be a chiropractor. And so, um, I, I'm a year away from graduating chiropractic school. I went to life briefly where, where you went. And then I transferred to New York chiropractic college. And one year before I'm ready to graduate and live out, you know, my passion that I've had my whole life, a woman by the name of Charlotte Gerson came and spoke at my school. And she is the last living daughter of Dr. Max Gerson. And uh, as soon as she opened her mouth in that auditorium that was filled with 300 people, I I said, that's it. That's what I'll do the rest of my life. And and here I am, you know, and and so I had a, a brewing passion for that as well so much so that Charlotte Gerson herself, she invited me to come live with her at her home in San Diego for two months where she had all her father's handwritten files of all his active patients from 1910 to 1959 when he died. And, and I'm one of about a handful of people who've ever had the opportunity to go through and study uh, those files. And I can't tell you what an honor that is. I don't know if you you know this, but Nobel Peace Prize winner Albert Schweitzer Called Gerson, the most eminent genius in medical history, and and Gerson's been dead, you know, sixty years now, and his his therapy remains uh, the premier therapy in the world for being able to reverse advanced disease, which is why seven movies have chronicled Dr. Gerson's work. There there is nothing more powerful, and and we've taken Dr. Gerson's work because he died in 1959, and we've used advanced protocols. On top of it, that are all lined up with the scientific literature on what's coming out in terms of being able to reverse advanced cancer. Why would you say this is that
2: his protocols can still be so powerful when they were? You know, I think you said he died in 1959, and you know all of the latest advancements in technology and research. How come there aren't more
0: advanced protocols? Can you explain that? Well when I say advanced protocols, right, I'm talking, you know, um, oxygen therapies, which were available. I believe, you know, we use ultraviolet blood irradiation with ozone. And that was something that was used before the advent of antibiotics, because before antibiotics, they were using ultraviolet blood irradiation with ozone to kill infections. Right. Uh, and then antibiotics came along and they realized that was much more profitable. So, um, but, yeah, a lot of things, but when I say advanced protocols, what I really mean is, you know, look, we're using we're using your raw aloe, right? Um, we're using Tim's raw spirulina. We're using mega doses now of melatonin because the studies coming out in the scientific literature now, you know, uh, are showing what high mega dosing with melatonin can do for stopping cancer dead in its tracks, particularly metastasis. so Anyone who knew Dr. Gerson, he was a consummate scientist. He was constantly trying to perfect his therapy based on what was coming out in the scientific literature of his time. You know, he was constantly changing it even up to his death. So based on the things that have come out in the science regarding aloe, regarding spirulina, regarding melatonin, oxygen therapies. So these are the things that we've taken. Now you know the technological advances and stuff. You know, uh, especially within the realm of medicine, they're just not addressing the underlying issues, right? And the underlying issues are simple. Everything we do on the Gerson therapy, you and I learned in biochemistry one hundred and one in school. Everything we everything we do at our clinic is biochemistry one hundred and one. It's so simple, literally, a child could understand it, but. You know, uh, the Gerson therapy will work till eternity, even though Gerson died in 1959. It'll work till eternity because the human cell will never change. The human cell will always function the way it functions. And the human immune system, which is the human cellular metabolism, ultimately, is, you know, that will never change. And so that's why the Gerson therapy remains the most powerful therapy available. And why going forward, that has to be the foundation of everyone's treatment, whether it's cancer, diabetes, heart disease, we're reversing virtually every single degenerative disease. Okay.
2: So to me, it sounds like because it's giving the body what it needs instead of trying to add to it or change what the body already has or take away from what the body already has, it's essentially working with the principles of life that have been there since the beginning of time
0: yeah that's it it's that simple i mean there's no mistake that in 1900 one out of every 60 people got cancer and now we're down to one out of every three going on one out of every two and now what they're doing to us it looks like they're about ready to guarantee that we're all going to get it by the time we die right right and so the human body hasn't changed society has and you can track the advancement of these numbers, these ratios of who's going to get cancer based on the industrial, the expansion of the industrial revolution that's caused us to belch every amount of garbage into our air, our water, our food. There's never a mystery behind disease, ever.
2: When did Gerson therapy become the advanced Gerson therapy? Is that the addition of, you know, the new things that we learned along the way, or was it always the advanced and it just keeps advancing?
0: Well, like again, Gerson died in 1959. And so when I opened up my clinic 10 years ago, one of the biggest tragedies Charlotte Gerson and the Gerson Institute made was they locked Dr. Gerson's therapy in history. They never changed it from 1959 until I opened my clinic. The one of the reasons why I opened my clinic is because Charlotte Gerson and the Institute refused to change. And advanced Dr. Gerson's therapy from 1959. And they they hid behind the guise of keeping the Gerson therapy pure. They literally wrote an article on keeping the Gerson therapy pure and why it should never be tampered with. Well, Dr. Gerson never kept the Gerson therapy pure. Like I told you, he was constantly changing his therapy. And so that's really one of the reasons why I opened my clinic, was because. Dr. Gerson's work had to move forward. Right. Even in his book, he said, there's going to come a time when my basic therapy isn't going to get the same results that it did when he was alive. And he's right, because three generations now or two have, have been born since his death. And each generation is constitutionally weaker than the other. You and I, we're constitutionally weaker than our parents. And, you know, my son, my son's generation, they say that's the first generation that's not going to outlive their parents. And and that's a really frightening reality. And and that is a reality. I've seen it over 25 years of doing this. They're coming in younger and younger and younger with more and more aggressive cancers, and they're getting harder and harder to cure. It's that simple.
2: So it's a scary thing. You know, we're in 2021 now and we know that, you know, Fukushima has been leaking radiation for years and now they're looking for ways to uh, to get rid of some of the Fukushima radiation leftovers, you know, the toxic waste and and, and spread it out. Um, our environment is just more toxic than ever before. And it does make sense that we have to step up our uh, the support of, of our health and our life. So I completely agree with the things you're saying.
0: Yeah, more than ever. And, you know, the Gerson therapy, you get 20 pounds of organic produce every single day. That's what's necessary to reverse and advance disease. And unfortunately, now that's becoming necessary to prevent disease. Now, I'm not saying 20 pounds, but we need to be per- consuming massive amounts of of pure, unadulterated nutrition. That's what makes you know the raw spirulina so appealing, because that's just jam packed with nutrients, right? And so um, I, I, you're, you're you're talking about something that I completely agree
2: with, and and really do understand. You know, the food that we are getting in the produce aisles, um, in the produce section, is it has less color. It has less flavor. It has less taste than, you know, your homegrown organic fruits and vegetables. It has a lot less nutrition, the color, the aroma, the taste, that is nutrition. And even, you know, groups like the American Cancer Society and uh, the Heart Associations and the FDA and USDA, they all have had these recommendations over the years that started out with three to five servings of fruits and vegetables. And then five to seven and seven to 10 and 10 to 13. Why does it keep going up? Um, you know, the, so 20 pounds of produce to me, that doesn't seem that significant. Realizing that the nutrition in the food, it, there's no way it compares to what was in that fruit or vegetable in the garden of Eden.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the food when Gerson was alive, even compared to now and and we're talking organic here, right? Even organic food doesn't have the nutrient density and, and, and makeup that, that it did a, a generation ago.
2: Yeah. Acid rain and, and radiation and, and, you know, pesticides are everywhere. Even if you're growing organic, you can't help. It's in the air. It's everywhere.
0: It's yeah. global. Yeah. And that's why, that's why we are in a pandemic, so to speak, of global disease, you know, not just COVID, obviously. All these other diseases, ever almost, you know, I think it was, I don't know if it was 10, 15, 20 years ago, but the pharmaceutical industry came out and publicly stated it's our goal. It's our goal to have every single American on at least three medications by the year 2025. And how do you do that? You keep them sick, right? And they've managed to do that and they've certainly tampered with our nutrition and our soil.
2: I'm smiling because, um, you know, I, uh, we can both quote the same doctor. I think it was BJ Palmer th- that said something along the lines, if you took, you know, all of the, uh, drugs and threw them into the ocean, it would be good for mankind bad for the fish, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. see, you know, it's funny, you know, we, and, and I think this is why you took this field. We learn that, you know. If you are completely healthy, you can't take medicine and get more healthy. You cannot achieve better health through medicine. Medicine can put out some symptoms uh, and buy time, but they don't make a healthy person healthier. So how can they make a sick person healthier? Um, There's got to be a better way. And I, I love what I know so far about the Gerson therapy, that it's essentially supporting the body giving it what it needs to do what it's supposed to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we can go into the science behind it because it is, like I said, biochemistry 101, but the entire secret to the Gerson therapy is the production of energy on a cellular level. Everything we do is based on, everything Gerson did was based on the production of energy on a cellular level, which is by definition what? your metabolism, right? By definition, what's your metabolism? The breakdown of food into energy. Well, where does that start, the breakdown of food? In the gut. And then once the gut's broken it down, there's no mystery why 70% of your immune system is in your gut, right? right. And so once the gut breaks it down, the body absorb it, absorbs it, now the cells have to take it in and you have to restore the cell's capacity to convert that food into energy. And everything we do is that.
2: Yeah, and we've talked, uh, I think we've mentioned cancer a little bit here and it may even seem like this is a cancer discussion, but what else might people use advanced Gerson therapy for?
0: Well, like I said, we're reversing virtually every single degenerative disease. So if someone comes into my, and we see this religiously, if, we, if someone comes in with secondary conditions to their cancer, like high blood pressure, right? Within two to three weeks, we have them off all their meds. Ha, ad, advanced diabetes. Nobel Peace Prize winner, Albert Schweitzer. Eight years before he won the Nobel Prize, he had severely advanced diabetes. Gerson cured him in six weeks. So we see that religiously. Um... If you're scheduled for a triple quadruple bypass surgery in one month, we're canceling your surgery. We're reversing virtually every single degenerative disease. Why? Because healing's not healing's healing doesn't choose what it's going to heal, what it's not going to heal. You give the body what it needs, it heals everything. So that's no secret that the human body, if you give it what it needs, it's it's not gonna, it's not gonna choose to heal this and not heal that. And so that's why psoriasis, skin conditions. So many cancer patients come in with skin conditions. Why? Well, when your liver and your kidneys are overloaded, which are your two eliminative organs, your skin becomes the third eliminative organ. So patients who come in with severe psoriasis secondary to their cancer within three months, their psoriasis is gone.
2: So, yeah. Wow, wow. Um. It, you're you're helping answer some questions that I have about it because one of the things I was wondering pertaining to someone that comes with cancer and starts following the protocol is how do you measure progress? And I well, suspect that if they're having other conditions, you start seeing changes more quickly in blood pressure, skin color and tone, and health. And but how do you measure?
0: Yeah, so that's how you do it. There's various ways you can measure. Whether or not a patient's getting better. The most obvious ways are how, well, how were they diagnosed? They were diagnosed with scans, they were diagnosed with blood tests, there's antigen tests, right? PSA, prostate specific antigen. So, in the case of like prostate, you'll literally watch the PSA go down, right? Or in the CA125 in a breast cancer patient, you'll see those numbers go down. But You notice the other things like you mentioned as well. The skin tone gets better. Their skin gets tighter. You know, most of your advanced cancer patients, they come in cachexic. They come in looking gaunt, right? Because they've lost so much weight because they're literally being eaten away inside. You know, it's catabolic cancer is essentially. It's just breaking down your own internal tissue. So one of the signs always of healing is weight gain. Now, that doesn't mean obesity, right? That means going from absolutely skeletal to looking like you and me. And that takes a good 6 months before you start to see that because it takes 6 months to restore the internal metabolism of the cell where it can take that energy and start a, and also start assimilating nutrients and proteins and you know so but these are the things you can notice and like I said high blood pressure their sugar Their skin conditions are going away long before the tumors are gone. But because typically the tumors take about nine to 12 months to go away. Um, But yeah, so that's how you monitor. You know, you can do it. We don't want scans. I don't know if you know this, but like a PET scan or a CAT scan, they say it's the equivalent of 150 chest X-rays, one scan. That's the amount of radiation exposure. So we don't encourage people to do scans. People always wanna see, well, I wanna see if the tumor's growing, going away. Well, okay, at what expense, right? And so it's all these other things that you can notice that give the indication that the body's healing.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't wanna uh, get exposed to something that can cause cancer so I can measure how much cancer I might have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but people, that's the mentality, right? I gotta see how that cancer's doing. And the only way they can really see it is through those deadly toxic scans. Well, not really. Be, there are other ways to manage that and to, to see how you're doing. You know, and, and, and the question I'll always ask my patients if they, if they say, I want to do another scan, I'm, I'm like, why? Why would you do that? Are you breathing? Are you, are you feeling okay? Are you, is your appetite increasing? Is it still good? Are you going uphill or downhill? Well, I feel like I'm getting better. Well, then you don't need to do a scan.
2: What are you going to change based on what you see is the real question.
0: Right. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about the various paths that people can take with a cancer diagnosis. You know, we know that there's a medical approach. We know there's a natural approach, and we know that some people would look at some kind of integrative approach. Uh, How does that work with advanced Gerson therapy? What are people that come to you doing?
0: That's a great question. You know people come to us with tumors, right? Cancer, cancerous tumors. And so the question is, what are their options? Well, we know their options that they're told the only options they have are chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery. All right. Those should be the last options. However, we often suggest that if you can get a tumor off the body or out of the body, that that will always increase the chances of survival. So we actually encourage surgery for you know, larger tumors almost always. And the reason why is because that tumor is literally a monster. The, the amount of energy and nutrition that that's robbing from the immune system as it's trying to kill it, it is enormous. So if you can get that out of the body, you take a huge burden off the immune system and you, you give the body the upper hand as you start to apply the Gerson therapy. So, surgery is always an option. Chemotherapy, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was going to ask about because following
2: surgery, surgery, people often do chemotherapy. Is the advanced Gerson therapy an alternative to chemotherapy?
0: Of course, it is, right? I mean, how, how do you heal a sick and dying body? caused by too many poisons in their environment for the last five decades with more poison. I mean, we know that the foundations of chemotherapy is mustard gas. I don't know if you know that, but the foundations of chemotherapy is derived from mustard gas. Even the chemotherapy they, they use today is still mustard gas. So how do you heal the body with something they use in biological warfare to kill people?
2: That is the foundations. Yeah. I have a hard time answering a question that people often ask, and that is, can I use aloe vera with my chemotherapy? And the reason it's difficult for me, because sometimes your medical doctor's intention with chemotherapy is actually to make you more sick so that the cancer cells, because they're weaker, they're more primitive, You know, it kind of makes them the ones that would die off first. So uh, if you do something healthy, you're actually contrary in some cases to what? The oncologist is trying to accomplish, which, ah, and I like to think you know there's chemotherapy, but there's nutrition therapy.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) With chemotherapy, (laughs) people might have they might get sick, uh, you know, vomit and have weakness. What are some of the negative effects people uh, feel when going through the advanced
0: gerson therapy? Uh, None, really. (laughs) I mean, the only thing that they feel is health, right? So. Uh, That's not necessarily true. I mean, when you start to detoxify the body, you're pulling poisons out of their cells, back into their bloodstream, which can, you know, sometimes they'll go through healing reactions. Healing reactions can be anything, can be headaches, nausea, lack of appetite, emotional, you know, uh, they go through a lot of emotional stuff, maybe their pain increases, but that's temporary as the body's healing. And that's get That gets less and less and less as time goes on. So, um, you know, so the side effects of the Gerson therapy, the only side effect of the Gerson therapy is health. Right. But they do go through healing reactions on occasion. And this is what's fascinating is that in everyone, you, me, whoever goes on this therapy, literally at the third month, almost to the day at the sixth month, almost to the day, and at the ninth month, almost to the day, we all go through a healing reaction. The human body is incredible. It doesn't matter if it's you or me. Exactly at three months, exactly at six, and exactly at nine, our patients go through major healing reactions. And the six-month is always the worst. And once you get past that six-month healing reaction, that's it. You are you are on your way to health again. So so anyway, no side effects to the Gerson therapy other than getting better. Now, I want to I do want to say something about chemotherapy and what are their options? We don't want chemotherapy. Chemotherapy and the Gerson therapy are diametrically opposed. The paradigms are opposed. Chemotherapy's poisoning the body, Gerson's trying to get rid of poisons, right? However, let's say someone comes in and they are inoperable and we can't have them do surgery on the tumor to get the tumor out. And the disease is so advanced and the tumors are so big that we have no chance of getting the upper hand. We offer in those circumstances, something called insulin potentiated chemotherapy. Have you heard of that?
2: I have, yes. Okay.
0: It's brilliant. So It is. It is. It, and, and it can save people's lives when done in conjunction with the Gerson therapy, right? Um, insulin-potentiated chemo, it's the same chemotherapy, but it's only 10% of the standard dose. And you potentiate it with insulin. Why? Because cancer cells have exponentially more insulin receptor sites on them than normal cells that's why all your keto people out there tell you don't eat fruits and vegetables because they're high in sugar and sugar will feed the cancer that's completely false science that we can go into if you want but um that's the that's one of the reasonings so cancer cells have exponentially more insulin receptor sites and if you can potentiate the chemo with insulin They'll be more directly targeted at the cancer cells rather than healthy cells. And so the patients, because it's 10% of the dose, it's specific for the cancer cells. They don't go through the nausea, the vomiting, the hair loss, their nails falling off, skin lesions that a standard chemo patient would go through. And so we do offer that from time to time. Radiation, we almost never recommend.
2: Okay. Yeah, and and I, I like how you say almost never, because there could be times, you know, where a cancer is interfering with the ability of air to flow or something, and we need to shrink quickly, you know, to uh, prevent some kind of harsher medical procedure that's going to change you forever. Um, so I, I, I like the fact that it's open to possibilities. Um, yet- Rare possibilities. Right, right. Yeah, rarely. Great. So, would we call the uh, the dietary portion
0: the Gerson diet? Yeah. So the Gerson therapy, it's not just a diet, right? It is a complete system of nutrition, detoxification, and very, very specific supplementation. And those supplements, every supplement that we do is based on the cellular production of energy, right? And so they get massive amounts of enzymes. Um, They're getting high doses of potassium because sodium and water are, you and I, everyone today, our cells are swelled up with salt and water. And the only way you can get that out of the cell is potassium. There is no other way. And so Gerson's diet is very high in a special compound powder that he created after 300 different experiments. So there's the dietary portion, which is 13 juices a day, fresh pressed every hour on the hour from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Then there's the detoxification portion, which are coffee enemas. So our patients are getting four to five coffee enemas per day. They're getting every other day castor oil days where they have to take castor oil orally and rectally. And then there's the supplement protocol which is designed to completely restore the internal metabolism of the cell, the mitochondria. And that is the, that's what's the Gerson therapy. People just think it's juicing and enemas. Nothing could be further from the truth, right? And it's a complete system. And you start tinkering with the system, it's just no longer called the Gerson therapy.
1: Are you enjoying the show thus far? One of the many health secrets that we have covered on the show is all around aloe vera, specifically drinking raw aloe vera. Our aloe vera has helped our customers effectively heal their gut, increase their intestine health, lower inflammation in the body, eliminate and or decrease acid reflux, have glowing skin and hair, and so much more. Now, as a frequent member of our audience, you will be exposed to exclusive specials and coupon codes for the awesome products manufactured by Haley Nutrition. That's right, for simply being awesome and tuning in, you can get a mini discount to help you optimize and better your health. To see how we can help and support you on your health journey, tune into the episodes and listen for coupon codes that you can use at www.haleynutrition.com before you make your orders of raw aloe vera. Once again, it's www.haleynutrition.com. Now, back to the show.
2: So, the the dietary portion of it is it limiting to in other words, it's this is your your 13 juices a day on the hour and you're not adding to that for a period of time, I would imagine?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. So the patients get three cooked meals every day. So they're getting 13 raw, fresh pressed organic juices, but Gerson was adamant that their meals were thoroughly cooked. Now, all your people out there in our industry would say, well, wait a minute, you destroy the food, right? When you cook it. Who's going to argue that? It's true. But you put an advanced cancer patient on an all raw diet, they will not do well. Why? When they come into our clinic, what's sick? The gut. Digest. Huh? The gut. (laughs) The gut is sick. Do you know how hard it is for a sick gut to break down raw cauliflower or raw broccoli or raw carrots, right? Raw potatoes. Yeah,
2: you're you're removing the hard part when you juice it.
0: That's exactly right. So when you juice, that juice enters the bloodstream almost as quickly as alcohol without any energy required hardly by the gut in order to absorb it and break it down. So that's where they're getting their raw food. But the cooked food, that's pre-digested. Cooking is like a form of pre-digestion. So thoroughly cooked food for a cancer patient is easily converted into energy so that that's what made gerson such a finely packaged genius he understood these basic concepts that even people in our own industry don't understand and so while we're trying to heal the gut mike with the juices with your aloe with spirulina we're helping facilitate Their ability to break that food down into energy. Yeah, it makes complete
2: sense. Um, I I can't wait to talk to you about some other things too. I don't know if we're going to, I don't think we're going to get to it on this one, but I'm making some notes because this is exciting stuff. Um, Now, who is uh, Gerson therapy for? We have, you know, men, women, children, seniors, uh, I guess all ages. There's something for everybody. Yes?
0: Well, of course. I mean, obviously, if you have any kind of a disease, you want this as your foundation. But I mean, we've heard the old adage an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? So I'm not kidding you. From the day that I met Charlotte Gerson at my school at New York Chiropractic College, which was nearly 25 years ago, I've done one or more coffee enemas every single day. Wow. Without fail, I've never missed one day. So, Wow. It's for everyone. It, it, it's in today, you know, people would say to me, well, isn't that a little bit extreme doing a coffee enema every day? I'm like, well, you know, if I was living back in 1700 and my air and my water and everything was pure, right? I, that would be considered a nut job. But you look at today, everything we're exposed to on a daily basis that we can't even see. So to do one coffee enema, yeah, it's quite extreme. Uh, but we live in quite an extreme world. And so that everyone should be doing one coffee enema a day.
2: Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You're answering one of my other questions. then. that is, do you, you know, be not having cancer, follow the Gerson therapy? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Charlotte Gerson. Charlotte Gerson, up until her death at 98 years old, she did one to two coffee enemas a day her entire life. Um, Up until her death, believe it or not, she was the longest living Gerson survivor. Her father cured her of terminal tuberculosis when she was 12 years old. That's what Gerson was most famous for back in the early 1900s. He was famous around Europe for curing tuberculosis.
2: And doesn't tuberculosis, doesn't that not have a cure,
0: supposedly? Well,
2: isn't that what we're taught?
0: Exactly. So back when Gerson was curing tuberculosis, that's when it had killed over a million people in Europe. And Gerson embarked on a study with a guy named Ferdinand Sauerbrook, who was the world's leading thoracic surgeon operating on, on all the TB patients. He asked Gerson to embark on a study with him of TB patients. So they did a study of 450 advanced tuberculosis patients. Gerson cured. 435. Wow. Yeah. It, no joke. And so that's what he became famous for. He cured Schweitzer's wife of terminal tuberculosis. Terminal. She had 6 months to live.
2: Wow, wow. Yeah.
0: So anyway, it's for everyone. Okay. But uh, Yeah, yeah. Now
2: do, do I have to come to Mexico to learn how to do this?
0: Well, We don't offer online consults because I don't have anybody to do it. I'm the only one really who would be able to counsel people. And so we don't do online consults. And there's no substitute for coming to our clinic for two weeks to learn how to do the therapy because it's so intensive. It's so specific. Even the dietary rules, Mike, for example, you can't eat avocados on the Gerson therapy. Uh Uh-oh. No avocados. (laughs)
2: That's going to be a problem for me. No, I could do, right. do it. I could do it, right. but I'm a, I'm a two or three a day.
0: Okay, but listen avocados are a perfect healthy food for you and me. They're a perfect healthy food. But for a cancer patient, you can't give them avocados. Why? They're too high in fat. The tumors will literally use the fat to grow. And Gerson discovered this very early on. So there are many. Uh, strict dietary rules that for you and I would be healthy, but for a cancer patient, they're not. I I like that you're
2: saying that so many people, um, you know, they complain that, you know, I go to this person, he tells me to eat this way. And I go to that person, she tells me to eat this way. And they're contrary to each other. Why is that? People have different diets for different purposes, you know, maintaining strength and endurance or, uh, or, you know, uh, losing weight or fighting cancers and viruses. And there's different purposes behind the dietary advice that you get. Mm. Yeah. Everyone's an individual.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, but with that said, every, my liver, my kidneys, my organs don't function any different than yours, you know? And so that's why we can take the Gerson therapy as a whole, and we're reversing virtually every single disease. There's only little tinkering that we do with different diseases. But when it comes to cancer specifically, there are some dietary rules that would be normal and healthy for a a healthy person, but would literally kill a cancer patient, like avocados, because of the fat content, right? No oils. The only oil is flax oil. Every other oil that Gerson tried caused cancer to grow. He spent 55 years experimenting with every food and documenting it. And the things in his Forbidden Foods list will cause tumors to grow. So okay. all these things is why to spend two weeks at our clinic actually learning the therapy, it's invaluable, and it's completely necessary to be comfortable, to go home and continue the therapy at home.
2: Wow. I'm going to come back to this in a minute. So as, as long as we're talking about your clinic now, though, I, I went to the website and uh, which is what what's the web address? Uh, was it was something gersonclinic.com. OK, and I there was a, like a photo gallery and there's these beautiful uh, pictures. I, it looks like you're maybe in Hawaii or something like that. Um is that building kind of on top of the hill with the big wall there's like a little waterfall it looks like it's coming down into the uh into a pool or something that's on the
0: ocean is that where your clinic is Yeah so we're on the penthouse floor of a 21 story high rise i have almost the entire floor and we're on the ro- we're on Rosarito beach we're on the beach in Rosarito at our luxury resort complex you come to our place it's, I don't know, I haven't seen a better place in the
2: literature. I was amazed looking at these pictures, not only of the location, I got other things to mention in some of the pictures I saw there. And if anyone listening, go to the website and check it out. The place is amazing. What's that wall built out of that has the water coming down? Yeah, that's all stone. Yeah, okay, so it's like a stone wall. Yeah. and um, And then pictures inside the clinic Um, I must admit, I saw a lot of food that I completely did not recognize, but I wanted to eat all of it because it looked absolutely delicious. Um, you know, this is, this is stuff that, you know, makes the, the, the Instagram photos of food that you see, just, you know, don't even waste your time. Check out some of the platters on your gallery, on your website. Absolutely amazing. Are, Are some of those cooked meals and some raw things or what do you have going on there?
0: Well, there are, there's always a raw salad. The cancer patient can handle a salad, right? But all those other things that you see are completely and thoroughly cooked. Um, Potatoes are a staple. Potatoes, they feed cancer, right? Well, if they fed cancer, we'd be leading everyone straight to their death. And for the last hundred years, we've been curing people of their cancer. Potatoes are such a powerful food for a cancer patient because their ability to convert that into energy is like nothing else. So all the ketogenic proponents out there, the people proposing the ketogenic diet, you know, we can, let's do that on another interview. I'll go into that. I'll tear that to shreds. And, And yeah, it's diametrically. The ketogenic diet is diametrically opposed to healing. It's diametrically opposed to treating cancer and it's diametrically opposed to the Gerson therapy. And we can go into the science behind that. But anyway, um, our clinic's amazing. Our chefs are amazing. They're they're artists. And um, you know, so they take fruits and vegetables as you see in the gallery and and they make it into these beautiful dishes, not just aesthetically, but the flavors that come out are, are unbelievable. Once people go through the
2: program, um, what are some of their barriers to uh, getting well?
0: That's a great question. If a hundred people come into my clinic today, if fifteen to twenty actually go home and do it, that I would be surprised. Today, in the mentality and the psyche of people, discipline is gone. When Gerson was alive. If a hundred people came into his clinic, you'd almost guarantee that 50 percent or more were going home and they were going to do it. Our grandparents, their grandparents, they had a will, they had a discipline, they had a vision of community, of God, whatever. and that gave them a much greater ability to go home and do the therapy. I can emphatically say, I've been doing this 25 years now. What's coming in 25 years ago compared to now, the generation, the focus, the discipline, just in that generation, Mike. So that's the biggest barrier. Getting people to to change their lifestyle.
2: Yeah, I feel like we've been so programmed to expect an outside-in approach. I've got this, what can I take for it? And then we take something, we think, oh, we're just going to wash that down with some water and do that daily. We'll be fine. The outside in approach, it's so programmed in there. Instead of taking a proactive approach and learning the things we need to do so we can heal from the inside out, which is completely opposite of what we're being programmed. You know, uh, I'm going to divert for a second. I remember when I got out of school, one of the things I did, I called this research. I watched TV. But specifically, I watched the commercials, and I realized that every hour, there would be like five or six sets of commercials, and every single set of commercial commercials would have one that had a, a, a medicine of some kind. And we were programmed, and if you think about that, and the average American watching, keeping it simple, let's say it was 10 hours of TV, well, that would be 50 commercials uh, per week if it was just five. Drug commercials in an hour. There's actually more than that. Um, but times 50 weeks, 2,500 commercials in a year, um, 25,000 in a decade. That's a lot of programs and being put into our brains. And, you know, we used to uh, ask people years ago, and I bet you it's still true today for a lot of people hearing this, you know, what would you say? Finish this jingle, you know, plop, pop, fizz, fizz. And people go on and they say, oh, what a relief it is. Yeah, it's programmed <laughs> in there. You know, what's the next? sniffling, <laughs> sneezing, coughing, you know, stuffy head fever so you can rest medicine. And people name it. And they know this stuff because it's been programmed over and over. So we have this outside-in approach. We just want it simple. No, just give me the cure. That's not how this works. That's, That's not right. where health comes from. It doesn't come from an outside-in approach. You've been duped. <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's right. And, you know, and so it's so easy to be hooked up to an IV, get IV vitamin C or chemo, your choice, right? Depending whether you want to go natural or even in the natural realm, Mike, we've taken the medical model and just transformed it into 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 the, you know, natural realm. You're not going to be cured by IV vitamin C, okay? It may serve as an adjunct for a temporary period of time, but you're not going to be cured by it. You're not going to be cured taking supplements. The only thing that's going to cure you is a radical, radical lifestyle change based on diet, detoxification, then specific supplementation. It's right. called supplementation because it's supposed to be supplemented with diet and detox.
2: Yeah. And you're making sure your body has the things it needs to do what it's supposed to. Um, exactly. And your body, you know, I think we well established your body doesn't need drugs in this biochemistry factory that we're we were given to live in, um, it knows what to do with what we put in it, but it expects things that, you know, <laughs> that it can work with, exactly. um, not
0: toxic chemicals. Exactly. Ugh. So, you know, um, and that's what makes the advanced Gerson therapy so special. We've taken Dr. Gerson's therapy. We've added things to it. The aloe. I mean, I can't tell you how excited we are to be able to use your aloe. Every patient gets one ounce of aloe in every 13 juices. I mean, what can heal the gut more than a juice with some aloe? And then in the green juice, they get four times a day. They also get the raw spirulina. I mean, there can't be anything more powerful. I've got
2: some questions ab- about that uh, for you, but I'm going to actually wait until we're done. We're going to wrap this up. I do want to talk a little bit about aloe. Maybe we'll leave the recording going just in case we uh, decide that we should have a link to that. Um, but some neat things to talk about with aloe and the gut health. And you mentioned something about the uh, uh, the insulin potentiated chemotherapy. Yeah. Um But there's some research that shows there might be even another way of doing nearly that same thing. So anyway, something I want to ask you about and what your thoughts are. Um, Where can people go to learn more, find out more about you, see some of your content, find more about your clinic? And is there a phone number or? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So our website, right, is gersonclinic.com and Gerson is G-E-R-S-O-N clinic.com. Uh, My email is director at gersonclinic.com and our phone number, which actually is directly to me is 715-299-5070. I handle all the intake. I'm the one on the front end, you know, taking all the new inquiries because, you know, it's, it's really hard to communicate the Gerson therapy and, you know, the way that Charlotte Gerson communicated it, the way that I communicate it. And so when people are trying to make that switch from that programming of 50 years from conventional medicine to alternative medicine, and they need to hear the Gerson therapy and the science, I'm the guy on the front end. So you call that number and I'm the one who's, you know, calling you back. But, uh, but anyway, so those are the contact details. And Uh, You can Google Dr. Patrick Vickers and you'll see, you know, a myriad of interviews, but um, that's it. Great. Great. And um, boy, I had
2: one more question for you. Oh, what was it? I felt like this was so, oh, I want to know one of the 20% that came to you and decided to do the things and make the changes that were necessary. Maybe that you didn't think would at first, but they did. Tell us a story about how someone's life was completely changed.
0: Oh, gosh. I, I mean, it's 110 years of being able to reverse disease, right? Um, let's see. Who can I? Edie Chast... Oops, can't say her last name. Her name's Edie. <laughs> her name's Edie. She actually is a, a... She trains wild animals or big animals for Hollywood movies. She came into our clinic with a very large rectal tumor. Rectal cancer. And she was, I mean, she was literally bleeding. Okay. Literally bleeding rectally. And she did the Gerson therapy for two and a half years straight. And today she's completely cured. Okay. So that's one case. Um, if you go to our website, you can see a a case of lymphoma, lymphoma and melanoma are our greatest successes. Uh, the reason why is because Cancer cells, can't, tumors can hide from the immune system. They, they put a biofilm around themselves, which can keep them pretty much undetectable by the immune system, unless the immune system can break down that biofilm. Well, lymphoma and melanoma, they don't have the capacity to hide from the immune system. So you boost up the immune system, and the immune system can attack them immediately. So Michael came in with advanced lymphoma. He probably had six months to live. He had a five- inch tumor pressing on his lung. He was in extreme pain. He went on the therapy, did it for the entire two years, completely alive and well today. And so these are just stories after stories after stories that you can you know that you can read about the history throughout the history of the gerson therapy they're just one on top of the other whether it's breast cancer prostate responds great um famous trinidadian uh sprinter who represented trinidad in the 1972 olympics came to us with prostate cancer he's alive and well today and so cancer free so you know these are the things that we do yeah
2: this is beautiful Um, gersonclinic.com people go check it out. Look at some of the photos, uh, be amazed. And if, uh, you are someone that, you know, uh, needs this kind of life change and, and reverse from ill health to good health, um, check out the gersonclinic.com. Dr. Vickers, thank you so much for joining me. Um, we covered a lot. I know there's more. I'm going to pause it and, um, Anyone watching this video or hearing this podcast, you might look below in the description. There might be a link to a little bonus material because I've got some, just a few more questions for you. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening. And uh, Thanks for having me, Mike. Yeah. All right. Great.
1: I hope you enjoyed that episode today on The Dr. Haley Show. Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you are listening to this. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot, and share this exact episode with them. You can catch the show notes for this episode on www.drhaley.com. If you want to geek out with Dr. Michael Haley on other radical health topics, be sure to check out his YouTube channel where he posts exclusive video content. All the details are at www.drhaley.com, and we can't wait to hang out with you on the next episode.